Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. I'm Ethan Skolnick, going to be joined today by Alex Toledo as the Miami Heat dropped their third straight game on the road. We'll get to what it means and also the incorporation of the new players tonight. But before we do, I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors. In fact, I wore this clothing on the set of Sports Extra on Channel 7 tonight, WSVN. Don't know if you caught that live. It was right after the heat game ended. But that's Cervani Men's Custom Clothier. When Steve Shapiro looks at you and goes, that's a nice jacket, then that's a nice jacket. And if it's frustrating for you to shop for dress clothes and you never seem to find the right fit, color, or style, or maybe you feel like you never know what to wear or how to wear it, you got a wedding, a special event coming up, you need to go see Blanca over at Cervani Men's Custom Clothier. That's in South Miami, her private showroom located right across from Sunset Place on Red Road. Cervani has been designing fine custom-made clothing in South Miami for over 30 years. Your custom-made suits, pants, shirts, and shoes will fit you just the way you like. So schedule a private consultation with Blanca to start looking your best and get the benefit of a female's perspective on men's fashion. Give her a call at 305-310-2085. Again, that's 305-310-2085. Nothing fits like custom-tailored clothes. Stop buying off the rack. And now, tonight's episode. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alvon Sydney, a.k.a. ALF954. Brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back here with Alex Toledo. No Alphonse Sidney tonight. I'm sure he'll join us later this week. The Miami Heat lose for the third straight time, this time to the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, they were trailing most of the game. They had a three-point lead at one point, got back into it, were down 10, kept sort of nipping and tucking, nipping and tucking, and getting a little bit closer, a little bit closer, a little bit closer. Goran Dragic, the major reason why they were in, even in this game, but then at the end, too much Damian Lillard after too much Trevor Ariza early, and let's be honest, Hassan Whiteside outplayed Bam Adebayo. Let's go through the five things tonight, Alex. Um, the first thing, I think the thing everything was watching, was the incorporation of the new players. And I, I kind of knew that this would happen. Eric Spolster always talks when they get new players about how, well, we're going to find a way to work them in, and then they end up closing that next game. I, I feel like this. if you go back through the Heat's history, it's happened over and over and over again. And tonight, there at the end, a guy in Andre Aguadalo hadn't played in seven months, and Jay Crowder were two of the final five. Now, part of it is no Myers Leonard, no Tyler Hero, and of course, no Jimmy Butler still. So they're without three players. Of course, they just sent out three players and waiters, James Johnson and Jimmy. But let's assess them one at a time. Um, let's start with the guy who was not as effective just because he's the bigger of the two names. What did you think of Andre Aguadalo tonight? I honestly was pretty satisfied with what he gave to the Heat tonight, other than just the lack of shot attempts. I thought there would be a few more shots just because of the shots that come with Hero and Jimmy being out. But uh, Iguodala played a pretty good game defensively. His hands, Kai has noted this on Twitter, and it's something that, I, that I've been thinking about. 
his hands are still, along with his defensive IQ, you know, the best parts of his defense. He's still really good at that. And I think that's going to be really useful in the zone and also for trying to pressure guys one-on-one. Like, I think he could have uh, done a decent job pressuring Leonard at the end instead of Crowder. But obviously, you understand why Spo wouldn't want to put Iguodala in that situation his first game back. But I was pretty impressed, man. I, I think he did a little bit of everything. He was still, you know, the second highest plus minus on the team. So he slots right into the plus minus God position that is now available with Justice Winslow being out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he slots right into that role perfectly. What did you think of DJJ not getting those minutes? That was honestly pretty interesting, I think, especially because he's had uh, some pretty good games over the past couple of games. And I didn't even really think twice about it. I think he <laughs> already, like, tends to use the veterans more often. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. he already – that's kind of, like, his instinct, I think, at this point. And if DJJ is not having, like, one of his better games, I think he just becomes, like, you know, replaceable. Jay Crowder um, noticed early in the game that they were leaving him wide open. But then watching Portland's defense, they seem to leave everybody wide open because uh, they were leaving Duncan Robinson wide open too. But it is clear the teams are going to play him that way. Now, tonight he made a couple of those shots. But the bigger thing with Jay Crowder is the rolling around on the floor, the 50-50 balls, that kind of stuff, just a general activity, the following up on the glass, the running out plays. I mean, I, I feel like we've underplayed this acquisition maybe because he's been so bad from three the past couple of years. And he was sort of bad in Cleveland. Like when Cleveland picked him up for a role like this, he didn't play particularly well with LeBron. But he's been good pretty much everywhere else. Uh, Boston, he was really good. Utah, he was good. I feel like he fits. And uh, the other thing is, I feel like as long as he can make a few threes, they can use him as that small ball four, uh, which is a role that he played tonight. I was impressed by Jay Crowder tonight. I mean, there was no doubt that Jay Crowder had a good game tonight. Like, what are you going to say, right? He he made a lot of shots. He he made some obvious hustle plays that were clear to everyone who was watching. You you didn't you don't need to be, you know, somebody who's really good at observing the small things of basketball to notice what he was doing. It was relevant. It was obvious. What I what I do think is that Crowder. Why I'm like feeling pretty optimistic about the acquisition is because Crowder is not being asked to do too much in the heat. Right? I think like when he was an ex. And, uh, the Cleveland acquisition, he was a guy who was supposed to provide defense to a team that was honestly horrific on defense. <clears throat> and then in Utah, like, they were always having offensive troubles, uh, needing more shooting to space uh, the, the team. And uh, here he's going to be asked to do more defense than offense, which is good for him. And he's just going to get open shots because they have other shooters on the floor. So I think, you know, we can't make too much of the acquisition. Where it's like, I don't think he's he is like, a, you know, a really a starting caliber player, but he's a very good role player I think at this point and especially like given the context of this team we haven't seen him next to uh, Jimmy and Hero yet so are the two of these guys going to solve the biggest problem on the team right now because the Heat cannot stop the three ball this is now three straight games something like 54 threes have been made against them over the last three games I, I don't know what the numbers were before Alex um, and, and again I, I mean you haven't had Jimmy the past couple which plays into it but the looks are open. Like, it's, it's not like – I'm not seeing a ton of tough looks that are being made. Like, these are open looks. And, and we've talked a little about how earlier in the season teams were getting these looks but just making them at an abnormally low rate. So this feels like a little uh, – not regression to the mean, but progression to the mean for other teams, which means regression for the Heat. Can they fix this with the personnel that they have on the roster now once Jimmy's back? Well, listen, I think that's the – 
the clearest way to define why they made this trade, right? I think there was, you know, there was very much a sense that what they have is really good and they kind of didn't want to mess it up, but they also didn't really mess with what was working to get defensive personnel, which is going to, you know, slot right into their, basically the zone, which they use half of the time now, like having more guys who can play defense at the same time instead of three or four bad defenders is undoubtedly going to help them, you know? And I think Jay and Derek Jones Jr. fit into that perfectly. I think like Iguodala playing helps that. Like I think just having that balance is really going to help with what they do on defense. The problem with Duncan we saw again tonight, uh, he can't get away with touching anybody. Uh, I mean, there was the one phantom call on Jake Crowder, which was ridiculous. Um, I think it was on Trent uh, on the three-point play that, that turned into a four-point play. But there was a play late in the game, Duncan under the basket, didn't touch anybody. Um, he can't get away with anything. He may be unplayable late until this is solved. I mean, until he gets more respect. We saw it against Boston. But I, we continue to see it. And like you said, I think that's why maybe if more guys have been good tonight or have been available, maybe Duncan's not even on the floor at the end even with all the threes he was making. Um, want to transition to one more thing, and then I, I, the last segment I'm going to save for the centers, because, to, which was a little problematic tonight. Uh, but but the, number th- the, the next thing here is Kendrick Nunn. Um, he has, Dragic saved them tonight. We've seen a lot of these games on the road where Goran comes off the bench. I remember the Laker game earlier this year, a bunch of these games. Goran comes off the bench and erases a deficit right away by himself, but Nunn is creating the deficit in some of these games. Uh, he was bad tonight, like bad. Like, I, I mean, major, major regression. And since the Achilles injury, I thought he was getting a little bit more comfortable, but now the last couple of games, he's not looked good. Um, and he wasn't really playable late in this game today. Is there concern with him? No, because I do think, like, if, if this team did not have Jimmy Butler, yeah he would have a lot more of these games, but because of the fact that he's always playing next to Jimmy in that starting lineup, it's a very nice cushion. It gives him a lot of easier shots and and he just plays better next to Jimmy. I think a lot of that like can apply to Tyler Hero. A lot of that can apply to Duncan Robinson and, you know, to a degree, Kelly and Myers both play better next to Jimmy than without him. So I think Jimmy has his own sort of gravity. And I don't even say it to, to mean like that's the only explanation for it, but I do think that like, Kendrick Nunn, as a rookie, even though he is 24, should have had more of these bad shooting games than he has at this point, especially because we thought he was he was kind of going that direction a little bit earlier. It didn't turn out that way. He's just a better player than we all gave him credit for at the beginning. Well, he, he, he turned it around, and, and we're going to get to a couple of the other guys who I didn't think played particularly well tonight, all the bigs, basically. <laughs> Before I mean, we Nunn do, is not a point guard. I no, can, no I, I think we know that. He's a two. I mean, he's a, he's a smallish two. Um, and that's fine, but they don't really have a point guard on the roster other than Dragic, who's not. Yeah, really he was a point he guard. was starting point guard tonight on a you know on the road. <laughs> it's pretty tough right. on the road against a pretty decent team, and and having to guard you know elite guards, which is is not an easy test. All right, we're gonna get to the center matchup here in a second, and what happened with some of the bigs. Before we do though, we'll tell you about one of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. You can find them at onecalllegal.com. Make sure you spell it out. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. 
I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. O-N-E, calllegal.com, 24 hours a day. If you, right now, if you want to, if you've got a legal issue, you've got a question, you want to find out who the right attorney is, you can go to onecalllegal.com. They handle everything. They handle traffic tickets, immigration, slip and fall, personal injury, uh, even sports law, divorce law. They handle everything um, at the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. They've got an office right there in North Miami, uh, beautiful new office. We actually operate out of there from time to time. It's right before Golden Glades. So you got this legal problem that's on your mind, give them a call while you're waiting 45 minutes uh, to get across the worst traffic. By the way, traffic in Miami right now is, I, I cannot imagine it have ever be worse than it is right now. So seriously, while you're thinking about it, think about that legal issue you want to take care of. Stop in, get off on 103rd Street, go say hello to them over at the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. Again, that's one call legal. Dot com. All right, let's get to the bigs. Um, and I, I'm saving this for last, uh, not because I don't want to give Hassan Whiteside credit. He was really good tonight. And he outplayed, I thought, Bam filled up the stat sheet a little bit, but I felt like Hassan outplayed Bam pretty consistently tonight. I mean, there were still those moments with Hassan where he was allowing the Heat all these open shots because he just won't get out on the pick and roll. And he knew, what, knew how to exploit that. But he played with force. Um, he had big blocks. The blocks were saved in bounds. Uh, he kept the heat from getting to the rim consistently and Bam never got on his game tonight. Um, are we at a point with Bam? I, he puts up the numbers, but I, I feel like if he's an all-star, I want him to win most of the big man matchups most of the time, particularly against yeah. guys who are not all-stars. He didn't win it tonight. He got no help from Kelly. Uh, and, and obviously Leonard was out and Silva has not looked good lately. Uh, but, can Bam be better than this against the better against some of the some of the, the more impactful bigs in the league? Again, I think a lot of this has to do very similarly to the you know the Kendrick Dunn stuff is that since Jimmy has been out, everything else has just been completely messed with because the formula relies on Jimmy being that guy that who who sets everything else up. Where Bam is a second or third guy instead of the number one guy. You get what I'm saying? And Bam has just been put in a place now where he 
not only has been, you know, compensating for bad defenders almost all the time when he's on the floor, but now he has to pretty much have a heavy load on him carrying the offense. I thought he did a little bit of a better job than you're giving him. I think he had a very, like, uneven scoring game, and that's kind of even being generous. I think he could have done a much better job, like, kind of imposing himself. He looked a little bit awkward on offense, like, just as a scorer, because I think he did a really good job, like, facilitating. He was constantly getting guys good looks because of what you're talking about there, Whiteside being such a drop-heavy big, where, like, he will not come up on shooters at all. He was doing a great job exploiting that and just constantly screening and giving good passes. And he's, he has mastered that, which I think is absolutely huge for why their offense has been so good this season. But you're right, like, Hassan pretty much had the better game. And Hassan had one of those games where we're like, you know, a couple of years ago, we're like, yeah, this is what it needs to be doing more. He needs to have one of these games more. But at the end of the day, like, we still saw everything that we, we saw the past couple of seasons with Hassan, right? Like, we don't even got to go over all of those things again. But then, like, you know, him flexing at the end after he won that little – arm wrestle for the ball. <laughs> like, we, we saw all the ups and downs of Whiteside. It's, it's the same thing with him. So I don't even think we need to, like, really give this too much because Jimmy Bam is so perfectly, like, placed in the offense when Jimmy is there, where I think now, like, it's just an awkward situation, you know, on a road trip or his third, fourth game in a row, whatever it is, of him having to carry this load that I don't think he's meant for. <laughs> he's doing a pretty good job at considering he's only 22. We're just nonchalant about like the seven assists now. <laughs> no, no, we are. You're right. I mean, so yeah, that, that's three months for Hassan, right? I know I get it. I don't want to be too hard on him. And again, he got no help. Uh, Silva has not been good lately. Like I, I since the oh, two way, yeah. even he, that's generous. <laughs> I mean, he, he's really struggling. I, I think teams have figured him out to a certain degree. Um, I, they're going to need to address that big position. I, especially, uh, with Olenek just not being consistent either. And so they just don't have anything inside. I mean, they can keep going small and play Crowder at the four, play DJJ at the four, um, play Jimmy at the four at times. But like, I think that's it, the it's move. Not a, it's Jimmy at the four, you think? No, 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 not even necessarily Jimmy at the four. Just the, the fact that like this trade gives them a lot of personnel who can eat up minutes at the four, who don't necessarily have to play it for 30 minutes a game, mm. right? Because you, you've seen that Bam at the five is great for them, but you need guys who can – you know, play some defense and hit some open shots because you, you don't need them to be your best shooters. So that's, what I think, another big reason, like, that and how well they fit into just the zone and what they already do on defense, I think that's a very big reason why they did this trade more than just the, the general talent of these guys. You get what I'm saying? Like, they were very good fits mm -hmm. into what they do. And not only as, you know, for when the team is healthy, but also when the team is not healthy. Like, you have more guys to fill out so Jimmy goes out and your whole defense doesn't just go to shit. But... I don't know, man. I think they're just going to have to go to more minutes at the four from all these guys and, you know, relying on Kelly and Silva so much because they're just not stepping up right now. No, they're not. And there's no big on the horizon. Like people keep talking about buyouts. I mean, unless it's Tristan Thompson, I don't see a lot of bigs that are going to be out there. There's a lot of guards. I mean, Dion that one's like interesting with LA. Tristan is interesting. I, I, I hated him as, a, as an $85 million player, but I don't hate him in limited minutes on a team like this, um, the, you know, again, the question is, he's clutch and they just dealt with Dion and of course the LeBron issue. But like, that's why I say you should call the Lakers, the Clakers at this point, because that's where Dion's, but it's all the, it's all the clutch guys. Uh, I mean, KCP, and LeBron, Anthony Palinka Davis, Palika was Dion's agent at one point. Uh, Palika was Dion's agent, but now his agent is uh, right. And now his agent is, uh, is Rich Paul. But yeah, I, I mean, you're looking the guys are out there. Jamal Crawford, Darren Collison decided not to come back. Uh, but uh, you know, at, at this, you know, J.R. Smith, but there really aren't any bigs. I mean, Tristan Thompson would be the one big to look at. Uh, he can help the heat more than he can help a lot of other teams. Like he, they need what he provides. Thank you for getting somebody who Boston. 
No, I think you're forgetting one possible buyout name that might interest the Heat. <laughs> Who's that? You ready for this? Go ahead. Do you remember the name Joakim Noah? Well, no, it's not crazy. Like, if he's healthy, can he give you 10 minutes? Can he give you 10 minutes? He's a good passer. He'd fit in the That's system. He, he, he's a good passer. He, 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 he would fit, he would fit in the system. Like that's for sure. Like that, that, that's not a question. I, so I mean, like, I don't want to, I don't want to demean Silva. Like I'm not trying to act like he's terrible, but he obviously is raw. He just needs some more time in the Sioux Falls. Like a lot of guys need more time in Sioux Falls. Right. Silva is definitely not a playoff ready player at this point. And he's not going to be in the, in the playoff rotation. So I'm not going to over-exaggerate the Silva problem, you know, but. They definitely could use another big if they want to fortify that. Like I, that's why I love Darren Baines. I think they they can go after him mm-hmm. this summer for a cheap number. But yeah, if Drummond is expensive, man, the Cavs just got him. So it's like it will make it more reasonable for them to want to buy out Tristan because they're going to have to pay Drummond this summer, even if he mm-hmm. takes the player option or not. Like he's going to get paid. Right so. and right and and Trist, yeah, Tristan's being squeezed out, and uh, you know until they move Kevin Love, they don't really have anything there. I mean, Tristan, you know, it's funny. Tristan went through this arc in his career where he was this grinder. I remember they were calling him when LeBron first got there. They were calling him the janitor, and he liked that name. And then I made the mistake of saying, "Hey, I hear they're calling you the janitor," and he gave me this look from hell. And then of course he became a Kardashian, and that changed the <laughs> that changed the whole narrative on him. But he's an interesting player for them. But they need a big. They need a big. I mean, even when Myers comes back, they need a big. I they just don't. I, they can go small ball with the, some of the guys you're talking about. Crowder now gives them that option. Like you said, Jimmy, uh, DJJ. But I, I, they need uh, to help Bam. They need one more big. Um, it may not happen this year. They may be in competition with Boston. I would think that would be the major team that needs a big. I don't think Philly needs a big. Uh, I don't think Toronto needs a big. But yeah, that's the other thing. I think you Boston. cannot let Boston get their hands on Tristan Thompson because no. they could really use him. Like, no, they need him more him. than they need more him more than any other team in the league right now. Like, if I mean, they add him, they just need an offensive rebounder. <laughs> but Houston doesn't want anybody over six six. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, if you're going all in on that, you're going all in on that. So haven't they? Haven't they still been giving minutes, like like uh, you know, spot minutes to their other big, who was Tyson Chandler and Hardenstein? Yeah, I, I know, but give those I minutes mean, to Tristan it's, instead. It's, it's 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 minimal minutes. All right, so that's our episode for today. Uh, uh, final thing before we close, we're doing a short one today. Are you? Con- they play Golden State next. I would be concerned if there's a loss there. Well, Wiggins went off on him last time, and he had a big first game. Can't lose to Wiggins again because it's right. literally just Wiggins at this point. Over but but are, are you concerned about the three-game losing streak, or is this you're on the road, you're incorporating new pieces, you don't have Jimmy? Is that That's how I'm looking at this. And I've seen, like, just watching them play, their defense and their, their activity has just been better. Even before this game, I was pretty like, okay, it looks like they seem to be kind of figuring, figuring it out a little bit. Uh, right. And, walk, and, like, tonight, again, just made me feel better about their defense going forward. Like, they had three bodies now, and I don't know how much Solomon Hill is going to play. I think they should give him a look at some point because he was he was actually shooting pretty well mm-hmm. in Memphis. And so – but, again, Crowder shot shot the lights out tonight. And yep. we haven't seen Badala really shoot yet. But, yeah, like, they have guys to fill up the, the, those minutes at three and four that they really needed. And you could just throw you – could, you could put together some lineups where it's just defense only. So that's how you really want to – if you you want to go crazy, that's how you take the pressure off of Bam, right? You could throw right. down there with DJJ and Jimmy and Jay and Iguodala, like crazy things like that. <laughs> but, uh, they have more options now. 
They have, they have more options, but right until they get all the pieces back, it's not going to look right without Jimmy. They really need, I mean, they need some practices with the whole group and they're not going to get that uh, for a little while. So good game for Goran Dragic, um, not so much for some others. We'll have more episodes coming up this week, obviously after the Golden State game. Uh, trying to line up some guests for All-Star next week. Check out 5 and of course this podcast. I'm going to be with Alex and Nikias Duncan in Chicago starting late Thursday and we'll be there through the weekend. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.